Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello everybody, welcome to the penultimate episode of Series 4 of the Flats and Shanks podcast. I myself, that is me, uh, go by the name of Thomas George Leslie Shanklin, aka Shanks. Yeah, and I'm um, David Lancelot Flatman from Maidstone in Kent. Mm. Um, got called posh yesterday by a royal aide. He said, I love you two poshos on Channel 5. I said, hang on a minute, Chip. A royal aide, and I'm from Maidstone. Is that because you were talking about the Euros, going, oh, any, anybody see the footy? Oh, I bloody love footy. The footers? Footy. The footer. Oh, oranges at half time, cup of tea, that's what I used to play. Does no one call it footy anymore? That's you and my mum. Is it like Top Boy, where second series, the old fella... Kano, wherever it was, comes back and he gets like hassled by some utes and he calls one of them blood. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No one calls anyone blood anymore, anymore fam. Is it like that? Have I, have I left it behind? Do you find it difficult when you're working with Channel 5 and BT and everything to call it rugby? Because automatically you want to call it ruggers. Rugger. Really yeah. ruggers. Yeah. I think Marky Durden-Smith might actually call it rugger when he's not around me. Secretly, yeah, um, I can imagine that. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, how you doing, fella? Good boy. I'm actually good. I had my second jab. Double jabbed. Oh. Ready to go on holiday. Feel any different? Give me the green light, Boris. Uh, no, yeah. it's actually better than the first one. first one I had a stonking headache the next day, but um, this one, I had it yesterday morning um, at the old Toys R Us in Cardiff Bay. You sure it was real? Don't is know. it a real syringe or a little Buzz Lightyear one? I couldn't look, mate. I had to turn away. Really? Yeah. Oh, my days. Who wants to see a needle going in your arm? You'd be a rubbish steroid abuser. Well, that's why you like it. Yeah, Used exactly. It. I love that. Yeah. Uh, have you had your yeah. second jab yet? Of course I have. Months ago. Well, I don't know. I don't Vulnerable, know. aren't I? Yeah, I know. Obese. Asthmatic, mate. Oh, that's Obese. right. Obese. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's Obese right. and asthmatic. Yeah. I, I was like... Speak I was like, out. Group five or something, yeah. 
Um, yeah, yeah, so I'm ready. I was quite tired yesterday, but that could have been from a, Your few, attitude. a few beers Saturday. Oh, what? Yeah. Here we go. Wasn't required in um, Italy for the Pro 14, Guinness Pro 14 final between Benetton and the Bulls. Yeah. Bulls absolutely hammered Benetton. Yeah. Is what, what we all thought. Is what we all thought. Yeah. But as it happened... What was the game like? I haven't seen it. Good. I was busy at the weekend. Really good, actually. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, only one thing surprised. was missing from the game. A Welsh team? Me. Yeah. Um, Shano, Steve Ferris, Bobby Skinstat, who's absolutely brilliant on the TV. Um, I got a te- I got a text from a mate saying that the coverage lacked a bit of edge. I'm just going to be honest. saying it lacked a little bit of humour. They wanted to laugh a bit more than they did. I mean, admittedly... It was you that texted me that, but I do think you had a point, even though I haven't seen it. And Roscoe Harris anchored it. Yeah, um, yeah as, as, as Bob Skinstead go, pretty well, I thought. Yeah, uber confident, speaks sense, calm, collective. So, What's he doing now? What's he doing these days, do you know? Just picking the ball up off bases and doing reverse passes, I think. Yeah. 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 Wearing, a, wearing a lovely suit. Um, That's how I do it. No, mate, unbelievable. Everyone thought the Bulls were going to win. Uh, uh, and you know like everyone including myself got caught up in the fact that you know we all thought Benetton were lucky and that's just a bit of naivety for me I've been in the game long enough not to take you're better than that yeah thoughts Shane never does that he takes every game on his merit I've always um, said that about but, Shane wow mate wow I suppose it was a it was a slight home fixture and Bulls had to travel and Bulls obviously couldn't use any of their Lions players either um, but Benetton were, were pretty much full strength and Paolo Garbisi, mate. Now, we've seen him in the Six Nations and we've seen, like, he can be a serious operator, but then other times, yeah. you know, he'll just do something completely off the book. And he's young mind. He'll mess up. Yeah, you know, he's got that in him. You know, he's got that ability to mess up as much as he can create as well. But yeah. when he's on form, really good. And he was good. Man yeah. of the match, mate. Okay. Man okay. of the match. Good, um and thirty five eight. Yeah, there you are. Yeah, there we are. Well so, boy. Yeah, well done Benetton. Well done, well done Benetton. It was a bit like the um, Montiuani was good on the wing as well. Padabani was good. Is he proper quick, Montiuani? I've commented on him a couple of times and I feel like he's very powerful and got a bit of footwork on him, but he's not flat out rapid. I don't know. Well I Do think you know? if you were gonna put him in a race over say sixty meters with Lewis Rizamit or Josh yeah. Adams, then I think they'll win. But you know, if that race involved weaving, sidestepping, accelerating, it'd be up there. Okay. So okay. okay. You know, um, do you have, do you have to be? I mean, it helps obviously being on the wing if you have massive outright pace. But most of it is just acceleration. You, you know, you're not really going to run in tries from sixty, seventy meters like Martin Fire. No. Fryer. No. Um, no, I'm I'm not. Um, have you seen that Warren Gatlin's named his Lions team to play Japan? Yep. Ooh, yeah. Help uh, him with it. <laughs> let's just do your bit first. Bundiaki, Robbie Henshaw. Happy with that? Um, yeah. I mean, it's a game against Japan. It doesn't really matter who they put out at the moment. It, no one, You can't really look into it too much, can you? No. Um, i tell you what did surprise me, just quickly, while we're talking on centres, Flats, is Manu Tuolangi pulling out of England squad. I have not seen that. Yeah, just read it. Injury. Has he really? Oh no, he's injured again. <sighs> Do you know, if, if he'd stayed fit, 
I reckon they might have invited him out to the Lions. Mate, mm. poor bloke. I know. Anyway, so let's go. Bundy, Aki, Robbie Henshaw. Um, yeah, play together a bit. Not really the, the centre partnership for Ireland because Gary Ringrose is in there, but Bundy Aki, he's good, mate. He's he's robust. He's, he's like a Manu Tuolangi, isn't he? He's got subtle skills. Uh, the only issue I'd say with, with Bundy Aki is that susceptible to a red card or a yellow. Depends how you view it. Yeah. And again, tackle technique isn't the greatest. Yeah. I tell you what, Manu at the weekend flew into a couple as well and you're like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, mate. Mm. Whoa. Robbie Henshaw actually get, flew into yeah. someone against Ulster. I think it was Balakin. Did he? Yeah. Oh. You know, it, it wasn't given anything, I don't think, at the end. But, okay. Uh, yeah, but happy with those two, mate. Happy. Yep. Happy. All right, fine. And in the front row, Sutherland, Owens, Ferguson. Yep, happy with that. I... I think the first choice, I mean, there's no such thing as a first choice front row not yet because not yet, but with Jamie George, Wynne Jones and Tyke Furlong on the bench, you'd imagine that's the front row that might be penciled in as as things stand. Um, just because I think Jamie George is loved by Warren Gatland with good reason. He's an awesome player. Um, I just wonder if Ken Owens might get the nod because he's not been in the champ. But don't know how much rugby Ken Owens will play though leading up to it because... Of his age, I wonder if they'll look after him a little bit, you know, like like Ireland have done with Johnny Sexton for a long time, or or whether it would just be right. You're here, you're playing. If you're fit, I'm going to play you. Mate, take me. You haven't got to look after me. I'll play every game, mate. Yeah. All, you need um, it, quite, all you need is a brisket. You're fine. Exactly it. I'm quite keen to see uh, Duhan van der Merwe on the wing. Mm. I think everyone is, mate. I'd like to see him get a bit of ball. Yep, do a bit yep. of damage. Um, Otherwise, Jack Conan at eight, happy with that. Hamish Watson, Tigburn, love that back row. Lovely. You'd like to see Duane van der Merwe at somewhere like Exeter, wouldn't you? Like, yeah. how much ball yeah. is he going to get there? In great position as well. Or yeah. Quinns. Or Bristol. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so... Uh, 100%. Oh, 100%, Tom. Hun- Tom, Tom, 100%. Um, so, the semi-finals at the weekend, right? Oh, right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thing is, you... When you... The game, the game of the weekend, the game of the weekend was always going to be Chiefs against South Sharks, always, because Bristol. I mean, it's great for Quinns that they got to the semi-final, but they were never going to beat Bristol. Bristol were too good. Um, except it was the best Prem game I've ever seen, and I'm not going over the top. It's it's the best game I've ever seen. You don't sound like you've gone over the top, mate. Best Premiership game I've ever seen. Brilliant. 28 nil at half time and Mate. like Exeter started that game like they played against Sale a, a few weeks ago Sale actually ended up winning it but they were just balls thrown over the top Randraja was flying boys been been put through holes Nathan Hughes on the charge like everything was going right for for Bristol you're thinking ooh you know this was what we were worried about with Quinns defensively you know they're just they're not up to it you know they've not really yeah. had the ball not been able to do anything with it Literally, um, Bristol Bears just controlling the pace of everything. Yeah, thought they were really good. Um, you know, you look at the you look at the team that played as well. I thought Urin was controlled at nine. Cam Sheedy was being a, a great link man in the midfield. I thought his kicking wasn't great in the first half, mind. Um, especially, well, I say kicking. I'm kicking at goal. I, I thought those should have been quite a few more points. He, he should have missed taken, nine, I think. But yeah, 
but then you know you're scoring tries so you're thinking well this is just going to be a buffet it's going to be all you can eat Max Malins is brilliant on the wing yeah everything like Luke Moran quality player I love watching him play I've done for many years Piatau it was just everything went right absolutely everything and you're thinking Quinns have got no answer to this what are they going to do yeah um, but I don't know did you go in at half time in the change rooms Buck your ideas up. I'd work with them. Hey? I'd work with them. Get get your wheeze and poos out of the way, lads. I'd work with them. Uh, yeah, I mean, just I was in the press room at Chiefs because we were down at Chiefs for the second game, mm. and um, we're in the media room there, and everyone, I say everyone, me, everyone was just out their seats. Like mm. it was unbelievable. Uh, here's after after. I mean, this is this is stating the obvious, but after Bristol went twenty eight nil up. Mm. If you press pause then and play again, it's 43-8 to Quinns mm. in the following 40 minutes. Mm. Four, 50, 60 minutes. Mm. 43-8. Like, they destroyed them. Mm. They absolutely... But it was um, it was just... Yeah, it was amazing. And Quinn's commitment to play how they play is just yeah, admirable. Loved it. Like, Bristol play so deep, but they just rely on being able to throw that ball over the top. And yeah. for the winger not to be able to stop and catch it you know if, if you throw that ball over the top the wing has to take it at pace otherwise defence is just going to come across but they, Bristol was so good in that first half of the ball over the top straight into the winger's hands he takes it at pace you know so cover defence from Quinns weren't able to get to him but what a, what a turn and yeah. do you know what I was thinking at half time watching it thinking 28-0 like Quinns are good right they've got to this point sometimes you see this in sport sometimes you see it you've seen it in Finals, what was it? Northampton, Leinster. You've seen it in football, Europe. Yeah. You know, Liverpool. Liverpool, yeah. Champions League. Yeah. And sport just has this funny knack, doesn't it, of of just being totally bloody... Unpredictable. Unpredictable, yeah. Weird, completely weird. And part of me was thinking, do you know what? That's worth a little bet because the odds will be extremely high. I just couldn't be bothered. Ah, uh, you didn't do it. Oh, just no. couldn't be bothered. Well, I think one of the one of the, the pros and cons to watching a game in certain situations, and you know, we've spoken before. I like I ideally would watch games of rugby on my own in a quiet mm. room because you hear everything on telly because you hear everything and see everything. But with Charles Pietau off the field, I was sitting there and I was like, I cannot believe Pat Lamb has taken him off. I cannot believe it. He's trying to prove a point. Because Quinns are scoring at will at that point, or just scoring loads, and he was like, he's trying to prove a point, and I was like, that is ego, that is pure ego. I cannot believe he's taken him off to prove a point. Turned out he failed an HIA, so you do miss things, you do miss things, mm. you know. Um, but uh, just what what wouldn't they have done to have Charles Peterow, Nathan Hughes on the field in the last five minutes, ten minutes? You know, what was the turning factor? Do you think for Quinns? Was there a moment that you thought this has changed the game now? Well, actually, they they were start they were starting to come back, and they scored a couple of tries. And you thought, wow, well, maybe, maybe, but no, they won't beat Bristol. Bristol have got too many good players; they're too good at winning. And then Don Brandt went through the middle for the Lewis Liner try, yeah. and it was like, do you know what? He was taking the piss, mate. He was just taking the piss. He's six five and about nine, 18, 19 stone, and they he went straight through the middle without anyone getting anywhere near him. Stuck his mate in the corner, and like that is 
easy. That is properly. I mean, it's it's genius from him. It's good decoy, but it's though. made to look. To, to it is, but it's made to look so easy. And yeah. I thought, I tell you what, Bristol's arse has gone here. Like, it's gone. Um, hang on, my, sorry, my watch is talking to me. That they're, they're They've got, they've lost it. They're going to lose this. And Joe Marchant was just outrageously good. I mean. I, but I felt like Don Brandt going through the middle was that was the nail in the coffin because Bristol were just helpless at that point. Lewis Liner looks fast. Sometimes I, I, it's difficult to to tell the difference between him and Tyrone Green. Um, yeah, very similar, very aggressive. Both of them like put a couple of shots in as well. Lewis, yeah, Liner, yeah, right? he did massive one on Radradra. You know, step back inside, yeah. left shoulder, absolutely nailed him. But like Tyrone Green, he was really good. Like stepped inside Radradra for his try. Um, did he scored two tries or one try? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know if he actually scored that try, but the other one he took was, he sort of had to twist, didn't he? Caught it behind him a little bit, dived over. But yep. he was man of the match and I thought he, he's so physical. For a bloke that's not massive, for a bloke that's not like um, a Charles Piatow, he's like a, a Jamie Noon type of player, isn't he? He's like yep. a Josh Lucy. He's hard. He is hard, man, and he runs hard as well. Very similar to, to Lewis Liner. Yeah. Uh, very, yeah, really, uh, just an, ama- an amazing semi-final, and it kind of it meant that Chiefs Sharks couldn't quite live up to it, um, and it didn't. It didn't live up to it. I mean, but Chiefs nevertheless find themselves mm. in their sixth successive final. It's but, amazing but because you know you're impartial, you're not biased unless Bath are playing uh, at home. Um, did you want yeah. it? Did you want the Bristol Bears and Quins to go to a kickoff? Oh, no, because they were never going to go to a kickoff because it's as soon as they draw, it's try scored and Quinns are five four up, and I, they they were never going to. No, but like when you're thinking, actually, it could have gone to a kickoff. Yes, of course I did. Okay. Yes, well, that's what I'm after. Because oh, of course, everybody wants that. Did you see Stefan Armitage nailing one for Beeritz? Yeah, how yeah. good! I know, I know how but, good because you don't see it very often. It's like it's like penalties, isn't it? You know, unless you've unless you are supporting a team. And yeah, you totally don't want penalties. Then it's agony. Yeah, it's agony. Yeah, but when you're impartial, like we are, unless obviously, sorry, in brackets, unless Bath are playing, then mm. you want to see um, penalty shots because you don't see them very often. No, mm. no, it was um, no, it was it was high drama. I did want penalties. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was mega, and the story that was the story of the weekend but mm. the story another story of the second semi-final was Stuart Hogg was dropped to the bench was he dropped Jack no yep um, why would you drop your Lions 15 not because he said he's not playing for it particularly well okay well, that's, that, it. that's what they said yeah that's what Rob Baxter said yeah oh, right. he said he, he knows that yeah he's not in great form Jack Noel's back Jack Noel was he was unbelievable <laughs> he was so good that you think, well, you can't, you know, the only way I think Stuart Hogg gets back in the team for the final is if they'd Cuthbert from the wing and put Noel on the wing, but Cuthbert was really good as well. Like, mm. I actually don't, we love the Hogmeister general, don't we? Everyone does. I don't see how he gets back in the team for the final, and that's brutal for him. Like, and it's got to throw question marks over his well, Jack, Lions selection. Jack Noel a 15, though. Like, he's not a 15 in my book. Like, he hasn't got the tactical kicking game of a 15 yet. Like, he can cover the field, he can counter-attack. Super skillful. But I just don't... I, I don't look at Jack Noel and think, you're a 15. I look at him more and think, maybe you're a 13, more of a 15, if you're not going to play on the wing. Um, but then I'm not a, a head coach of one of the most successful teams in the Northern Hemisphere. So, 
That's why. High ball work was was amazing. His defensive work, cover tackle, I think it was Sam Hill, amazing. Scored two tries. Yeah. It, I mean, he was outrageously good. He was outrageously good. He was the best player on the field. Would you not? Um, would you not? Have, he was so you, you can't drop him. Would you not have him over O'Flaherty? But O'Flaherty's just scores so much and gets mm. involved so much. No, mm. I think O'Flaherty's the first choice winger now. I think the person most at risk um, of being left out for Hog is Alex Cuthbert. It's got a nice try, uh, but I, he did, and he's mm. playing really well, mm. and he's a big physical threat. He is. Um, Oli Devoto is a bit quieter, but that's because the game was a bit wider. Um. But yeah, I I don't I Luke Carandicki as well. I say look Jack Knowles the best player on the field. It might have been Luke Carandicki. He was he was mm. just outrageous. I think Cuthbert um, adds a nice balance to the back three, mine, because yeah. you know, we've got Hogg, Jack Knoll, and O'Flaherty. They're not similar, but they're they're not aggressive. They're not gain line players, are they? They're not taking the hard line straight over the gain line, off a nine, off the line out, like Cuthbert can do. Um, you know they, yeah. they tend to stay on their feet really well, um, very agile, keep the ball alive, um, offload. But like it, like Cuthbert, when he gets the ball on the wing, will just make a beeline straight back in field, and he'll get over the gain line, and he does it offset yeah. piece as well, does it close to the line. So yeah, very very difficult decisions for Rob Baxter to make. Yeah, he's leaving the Sharks, isn't he, Alex Cuthbert? So. Yeah. Looks like going to the Ospreys, but it w- it was a loss not having McGinty for sale. Yeah, you know, a huge player for them, especially over the last couple of years. And he's been there a long time, but you know, it's I don't want to sound rude by saying this, but he is now he's playing the best rugby that I've seen him play. Yeah, you know, he was playing well before, but you know, he's properly standing out, and he has done all season. So yep. for them to lose him was was just huge. It was huge. Yeah, it was, but geez, mm. hell of a game, boy. Mm. It was hell of, wasn't as good as last week, actually. But I'm well, I'm going up to the final, obviously. But I'm looking forward to that because again, it's another game that Quinns can't possibly win, which they just might. You never know. Yeah, Billy Miller. You never know, boy. Um, director of rugby. He was at Cardiff Blues, wasn't he? Yep, he was for a bit. He was uh, backs coach, and he, he's moved around a bit, so he's got a fair bit of experience now. Not that he didn't have any before, but he's got more now because he's older. More. Yeah, so, yeah. Is that is that temporary? Is he going to be director of rugby there next season? Don't know. I mean, they haven't got flat out DOR, which no. is it's really interesting because it they're sort of bucking the trend and saying, well, actually, you don't don't necessarily need one. But the thing is, though, I, I've had this conversation with quite a few people. What is a DOR? Because there's sort of two different types of DR, DOR. Like you can have an, uh, a David Humphreys type of DOR who might be more in charge of the club recruitment all of that and then you've got other DORs like I'd imagine like a Rob Baxter like a Die Young that's quite hands-on that is a coach as well yeah so I don't know what a DOR is because people define it differently at different clubs to what it yeah. actually is so yeah absolutely and yeah I think anyway yeah, I think you're right, but I mean, I mean, whatever Quinns have got mm. or haven't got is working for them, and yep. this this weekend's going to be fascinating. The emotional that game as well for support, like support to be there to yeah. see that was, you know, would they've produced that performance had there not been a crowd? I don't know. No, I don't, I don't think you could. I don't think no. you could without a crowd to to buzz off to react. Maybe not. To. Maybe you're right. Um, 
So great to see fans back, mate. It was a massive weekend of sport in general. Yeah, the football. I, I watched. The, went out on Wednesday. Watched the football. Watched Wales. Play. Footy. You watched the footy, did you? Yeah, it was great. Um, probably the best last Wales have had. One nil against Italy. We're now through to the last sixteen. Got Denmark. Pressures on England. Should Harry yeah. Kane start? You can't. You can't start him. Mm, me not. You know. can't. Me not. You know. can't. I, w- I watched the footy the other night. I watched it. I watched the footy, yeah, boy. You, you like footy, don't you? You like footy. It was so boring, man. Mm. Oh my god, it was so dull. That, like, I, I, I don't love. Fo- I like football, and I watch some football. I watch more highlights than I do whole games, like by a mile. But I like match of the day, basically. But I just like there. There are so few points in games of football. <laughs> it's kind of like there are. You go through oh, seventy minutes and no one score. You know, like, then eighty, then ninety. Like this is. Yeah. Oh, come on. Give us something to cheer, you know. We've got a little studio now upstairs, like Match of the Day at Gennaro. So, you know, where Have we you? Did, you know, we did the podcast. We got, um, it's all been kicked out green, green felt now. We did a oh, um, Welsh Apprenticeship Awards there when Evans hosted the other day. So we can, we can do a show from there, mate. And we can have it like Match of the Day if you want. Rugger of the it. Day. Let's put into it. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Um... So this is our penultimate pod for the season. Next week will be very high energy and aggressive. And then we're going to go away for a bit. We're going to rethink our lives. And we're going to come back potentially slightly bigger and potentially slightly better, aren't we? Yep. Yep. We are, we'll hopefully. Do that's, a few bits, aren't we, the over plan. the summer? Do a few bits. Yeah. 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 Um, Little bits, just, a few bits and pieces, fella. Maybe, All right? maybe we might just... At the moment, I'd say we're, we're sort of amateur. We're working at amateur league. Um, yes, we might become full-on, full-time professionals without without losing our je ne sais quoi, which is without getting not, too big-headed because we will get not a little pl- bit. <laughs> yeah, not that. not planning much and effectively blagging it. We're still going to do that. Did you watch the French Grand Prix at the weekend? Of course, I didn't. Quite alive. <sighs> Did you? Yeah. 
I find it so weird that you love F1, but you don't like cars. Well, you do like cars, but you're not that into cars. I thought motorsport meant you're a car nerd. Mm, my, motorsport is, there's a lot more to it than just driving around a track as fast as you can. There's the mechanics, the team behind the team. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, you've got to have you've got to have game plans. Um, yeah, you know it's all about pitting. It's all about what tyres you start on, everything like that. It's very tactical. Um, Lewis Hamilton was winning, but Verstappen had an extra pit and more pace. I think on the last lap or second to the last lap, did him and won. Did him so. Um, Mercedes oh, McLaren messed up again. Oh, Was no. it Mercedes McLaren? I don't even know. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, Mercedes. sure, sure. Um, on a car kind of related note, have you watched Clarkson's Farm? No, what is it? I saw you tweet about that last night. Oh, it's on It's on Prime Video. Oh, it's brilliant. Jeremy Clarkson's got a farm and he's becoming a farmer. It is genuinely, mate, trust me on it, it is brilliant, brilliant telly. Okay. I love it. I'm up for that. I was gutted last night. My girlfriend went to bed at like quarter past nine. She's like, you don't need to come up. Just stay down there. I know you, you like having an evening, which I do. Yeah. And I was like, do I, do I, do I, do I, do I? Didn't didn't watch it. I got to watching it together. But I was so desperate to just bang two or three episodes in me. Didn't do it. Resisted. What stage do you reckon in your life you're going to get to where you call your girlfriend your partner? Nope, never. All right. Just be like a 60-year-old bloke with a girlfriend. Yeah, Jeremy Clarkson's got a girlfriend. He's 60. He calls yeah. her his girlfriend because she's yeah. girlfriend. Like Larry David, girlfriend. Yeah, exactly it. <laughs> exactly it. No, I'm not doing partner. Okay. I don't know why. Part partner doesn't feel. It feels a bit like too much. Commitment. Oh, I, 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 no, I don't <laughs> want to put. I don't want to put a label on it. Like, well, well, yeah. What's um, the difference? Flats, have you seen the new branding of uh, United Rugby Championship? Um, the branding. Yeah, rebranded the Pro Sixteen. Oh, I thought you meant the actual brand, like the logo. No. Oh yeah, so I have seen it. Yeah, um, presumably they'll be in the Six Nations next. Africans, I think they've got to be. Do you? With the amount of with the amount of investment they're putting in to Northern Hemisphere rugby, I, I don't think they would do it without potentially having that at the end of it. How much are they putting in? It's tenner. Loads, is it? I don't actually know exactly how much they're, they're putting in, but. You know the reason they're coming, know the, the reason they're coming in is is because of TV rights, the deal, uh, and the money that's spread between the um, uh, the regions and uh, United Rugby Champions. It's, it's champions, not cup, is it? It'd be a bit embarrassing. United Rugby Championship, I think. Yeah, I, the whole South Africa and the Six Nations thing. I don't feel right about that. No, I know what you mean, um, but. Money, money talks, mate. That's I know it does, fella. I know, fella. Twenty twenty one. We've all got to get real, but I don't know. I just don't think money is the only indicator of success. I don't. No. What about happiness? What about tradition? What about warmth of feeling? Oh, what's right? It was a championship. Um, yeah, yeah. Nostalgia, history. Um, but I th- well, I certainly think not. That it's inevitable, but I certainly think they are mad king to join it because it's such a great product what we've got in the six nations that you know if, if there's a glim- glimmer of you a chance of you joining it you'd put everything into it because it is so good and we're so lucky to have that in the northern hemisphere and i think yeah it's to be a part of it it's like it's like when you're in a team environment and you sit on a table and it's a loud table and everyone's laughing everyone's joking and you're sat on a real quiet one and you keep looking over thinking oh i wish i was on that table i was never on the second table ever no 
I made every table the first table and yeah. so did you and you know that mm. yeah exactly um, so looking forward to that yeah yeah look look things are going well Tom um, everything's going to be alright um, as soon as I've we got get a busy afternoon in, as soon as we get fans in I'm happy as soon as we got we're getting 8,500 into uh, Prince Bally Stadium for the summer tests so that's going to be good but I'm just judging life at the moment by how many fans we can get into stadiums. Yeah. Okay. It's weird how Twickenham has been cut to 10,000 for no obvious reason when places down the road can have 20. It's like, it's just bizarre. Mm. Seven seats between punters. It's just like, this is ridiculous. Don't try and understand it, mate. Like Interstellar. No. Just, just go, yeah, that was great. Yeah. I enjoyed that. That was good. Yeah. 10,000 yeah, is the right decision. What's it about? Oh, it's just like time travel and stuff and black holes and everything like that I'll start reading a new book called Perfume and okay. um, another Dead and Smith recommendation sounds great third, third book he's recommended to me and I'm about an hour in and I'm already oh my god this is one of the best books ever what's it about there's a film just watch the film uh, I've watched watched I mean watched my ears listened to a really good podcast I think you'd like called Gangster it's BBC Sounds What's it about? Um, it's about ballet, it's potato about ballet. farming in the Midwest. Um, it's it's all about a guy called Macy. Hang Macy. on, is it a female presenter? Yes, I've done it. Have you? Yep. I think, it's, I think his name was Paul Macy. Yeah. Or was it? But I'm, it was something like thinking, that. Or am I thinking of Paul Casey, the golfer? No, I think it was some Scottish guy, wasn't it? Who? No, it wasn't. He was from Salford. Salford, yeah, that's it. Oh. King of Salford, and he was on the chill out, and he was on the whole nightclub drug scene and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've done it. It was really good. Yeah, Paul Macy. Yeah, um, yeah, get into it. It's, I think it's five episodes long, but good. Like a bit scary, a bit harrowing. Yeah, um, you didn't. Think, it was a bit scary. Didn't think crime like that was still happening in this day and age. But oh, Tom, get real. Control the doors. Wake up. Wake up, you bloody That's fool. Is, mate. Just got controller doors. Wake up, you bloody fool. Um, right, boy, that, that that's it for us. Oh, all right, you've got stuff on of you. You don't want to chat for any longer. Do you know what? I Fair haven't enough. really. I'm not doing anything. 45 minutes, I've got a Zoom with you, haven't I? Yeah. That's it. In right. between that, I'm going to shave my head and have a shower, and I might have a bit of chocolate brownie that I've got left downstairs. There we are. You're getting hungry. Knew it. I did have some before I came up as well. I might have some more. I've ordered a Chateaubriand, mm. mate, from uh, <gasps> Field and Flower. I'm going to cook it on the Traeger for oh, boy. one of the Lions tests coming up. I'm also going to do it with oh, like mate. potato. Is it dolphin wire? Dauphin, dolphin wires, Whatever. I think. Um, yeah. And some asparagus. But really looking forward to that. I've oh. ordered some skillets. Have you? Mm. But now well I'm done. thinking are they induction? <laughs> Probably not. Oh, yeah. I'll have to use it on the little side bit of Barbie. Do you know what? I think you can get um, adapters. Okay. Things you put underneath it, coaster type things. Yeah, anyway. yeah. I feel you. Um, deep cover Something I'm about. listening to at the moment. Flex. Good, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that recommendation. Mm, good, um, that. I like that. Have you watched anything decent on TV? Just, well, no. Time, done time. Clarkson's great. Um I watched something called Believe Me, a film, a true story. I think it was on Netflix, and I actually, unfortunately, it was it was quite shit. So don't watch that. Right. Um, horrible story, true story, which makes it 
more legit, but it wasn't actually a good film. Um, okay. Oh, I'm watching Fatherhood at the moment, halfway through with the kids, Kevin Hart. Good. And yeah, really good. Um, yeah, really good, actually. I mean, it's PG, but... He is ace. I read an interview with him the other day. I think he was at the Times, and he's and he's like, "I'm not going to pretend I'm not. I'm talented as I said the f word. Yeah. I'm unbelievably good at what I do. So that's why I'm successful because I work hard and I'm brilliant at what I do. I like I love that guy, a tiny little funny guy, but he's brilliant. It's a serious role. There's something he's on Netflix called Sweet Tooth, which is meant to be good. It's about a boy that's half human, uh, I think half stag. It's a true story. <laughs> But it's meant to be. It's meant to be really good for kids. Sweet tooth. Yeah, I think so. That's it. Okay, I'm um, looking it up now. Also, flats. Uh, you wouldn't have watched it, but the U.S. Open was mega over the weekend at Tory Pines. Made it really. Tiger Woods win. Uh, no, he's injured, mate. Maybe he had a car crash. Oh yeah. Uh, no, poor bugger. No, John Ram won. Heard of him? Yeah, he, he knows what he's doing, doesn't he? Powerful swing. His swing. His swing is it's more brutal than it is poetic, but what it, the power he gets to that ball. It's a Stephen Ferris swing, mate, is what it is. Just a half a swing. But yeah, he can launch Like it. Jim Courier playing tennis. But this was, he would have been a great bet because the previous week he was kicked out of the tournament, the PGA, because he got COVID um, on the third day. He golf played over four days and he couldn't compete and he was winning by loads and he was guaranteed a win and he couldn't make it because he had to isolate so he did it he came back and won with two shots yeah Oosterhazen messed up a little bit on the set but it was so good it was, it was on late that's the problem because it was on the west coast but and another brilliant sporting event that happened this weekend uh, what weekend I mean, and what, what, and what weekend. we've got coming up for the Lions now as well I know they're playing at the weekend it's weird isn't it yeah really weird um, I think then it's there's a bit of a break, isn't there, until the first game on tour to get up to South Africa. Yeah, so I'm just looking now. Kickoff is 3 p.m. Yep. So, yep, Prem final. Won't be watching that then. Oh, so weird. Yeah. So weird. It must be because I didn't have a choice, obviously, but so weird. Who'd, would the Lions take rank over Prem final? I think it would, wouldn't it? Well, not if you're working at the Prem Final, it wouldn't. No, but, but you're watching just, it on I'm telly. Just, yeah, I'm just thinking about people watching it on TV. I think no, actually. I think a speculative match versus one with loads of loads at stake. I expect I, I would watch the Prem Final actually. As much rather as than the Lions. So what you're saying is like a match where you're going to get a winner and loser rather than an exhibition. Yeah. Okay. It's like like I didn't like um, Floyd Mayweather Jr. fought that YouTuber in an exhibition oh, the other Lo- week. And Ro- it's like Logan or something, wasn't it? Yeah, Logan like Paul. I, I mean, go for it if you for twenty million quid, Jesus, dollars, go for it. Like, but I wouldn't ever go out of my way to watch that. Not out of like protest, because what do they care? But it doesn't interest me at all. You just remind me. The of lines interest me more. But you just remind me of yeah. something. Sky documentaries. Yeah. Watch Lennox. Oh really, mate? Is it good? It's brilliant. Really enjoyed it. It's all about obviously Lennox Lewis, but it's about his upbringing. Um, born. And, in London, moved across to to Canada, and but Canadian. all about all about how his boxing, his different coaches, you know what he's doing now. Very sort of quiet and unassuming, which you don't often get and associate with boxing because they're all quite 
uh, you know, they're all quite extrovert, aren't they? You know, a lot of it is trying to sell fights like Tyson used to be, whilst Lewis is, you know, was like a chess player um, and beat everyone that he faced. Um, lost two fights, but a lot of that was down to complacency and, you know, rematches and... Avenged them, though. Yeah. But it's really good, mate. Coffin bearer at Muhammad Ali's funeral, and I think... Muhammad Ali wanted him and Tyson to, to eventually get on and now oh, they're really good mates but it's brilliant it's so good what a fighter he was as well he was immense and he once pulled up this is a story from the lads at Sarries he pulled up in Southgate in his Porsche mm. and his number plate was 75 KO and got out and one of the lads was like hey Lennox uh, I like the car and it's what's a 75 and he just said that's what I'm worth baby <laughs> And my my ex girlfriend, when I was, you remember Jules, when I was like twenty years old or something, she was at a polo day or something, and he pulled up alongside her in a sky blue Bentley convertible, and yeah. he said, "Hey babe, hey baby, you want to come for a ride?" Mm. And she's like, "I've I've got a boyfriend who's in the second team at Saracens. No thanks." Yeah, she just so you know, uh, listen, she, she definitely <laughs> she definitely said no. Right, she went. Um, yeah, with, with the guy. She in the documentary. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Watch it there, mate. Sky documentary. It's You'll love it. Because I yeah, know, I know you like fighting. Yeah. Bare knuckle. Right. Anyway, I've done well, haven't I? Like keeping on an extra 10, 15 minutes. You were definitely yeah, well done, off. fella. Yeah, yeah. Go have some mackerel on toast now, boy. Um, yeah. All right, peeps. All right, lad. Keep going, keep going, everyone. All right. Next week will be the last one. It'll be mega high energy. We're going to prep loads for it. And then we're going to have a break. And when we come back, boy, oh boy, is it going to be similar to this. Okay? Keep taking those lateral flows. Goodbye. Keep going. Cheers, everyone. Head to go.acast.com slash closer to get started.